When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. <laughs> and this week on the podcast, we are talking about Jaws. <laughs> it was uh audience choice uh we did an entire month of uh creature movies so uh it was this aliens or anaconda and jaws beat out aliens by i think two votes so this is what we're yeah so this is what we're doing uh this week uh yeah I'm so excited, honestly. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay, now I don't want to offend anybody. Okay, and I'm so sorry that I'm going to say this, but I had never seen Jaws before. <laughs> never in my life have I seen oh, yeah? Jaws. So, like, you know, fresh eyes on this. Fresh eyes. Um, I can easily say that shark is correct. Of course that shark's right. Yes, absolutely. You're a shark. Okay, how could we argue anything else? It's the shark. A few people, uh, we posted this online that like, you know, this is what we're doing in the future mm-hmm. episode. And a couple of people are like, wait, are, who are you defending here? Are you defending the mayor or are you oh, going to be defending the shark? No, I'm not going to defend that Dawn Cherry suit <laughs> ass wearing. No, no. Like, yeah, we're going to be, we're going to be on the side of the shark for sure. Oh, absolutely. No, that mayor can get to step in okay i don't care mind you i gotta be honest with you i don't care for most of the people in this island okay a lot of these people are messed up okay they're not right i can understand why this shark wants a little snicky snack you know what i mean yeah. a little num, 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 num. um it's interesting that you said that this is the first time you watched this because like for me this is very much that's a very different experience um because uh this is the first movie that my mom and dad went on on their first date. So this is my mom and dad's first date. So anytime growing up as a kid, anytime Jaws was on TV, like dad would stop and be like, oh, this is your mom and I's first date. Like every time, every single time. So I've ended up, and like then you'd watch it. So I've ended up watching Jaws so many times at such an inappropriately young age because my dad mm, was just all It's nostalgic. been like an influence. <laughs> yeah, but this is the first time that I've seen it in, in many, many years. So it's kind of fun to revisit. Uh, but I guess for those people uh, who have not seen Jaws or have somehow made it into the 21st century without hearing about it <laughs> and all the pop culture I knew the general concept. Right? I knew what was exactly. going on. You probably. I just love sharks, man. I couldn't watch. I, 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 I was unwilling to watch a shark get victimized in such a way. You know what I mean? Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, so I guess the plot of it is um, Brody is the new... Uh, police chief on this uh island off of the coast of massachusetts mash it (laughs) 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 there's a word i haven't said out loud in a couple months uh (laughs) and And now that i've heard you say i can't say it (laughs) 
right now we're going to fuck it Because as soon as somebody keeps saying it, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> My brain glitches. I am sorry to any listener in Boston and the Jason area. <laughs> and adjacent areas. Yes. <laughs> um... But yeah, basically what happens is uh, he's the new police chief uh, on this fictional island and uh, a shark starts attacking people and killing them. And he mm-hmm. wants to close the beach. And the mayor says, you can't close the beach. That's how we make our money. And they don't close the beach. And the shark keeps eating people. And then they go and kill the shark. Yeah. I think yes. that's pretty much it. Yes. They, they blow it up. It's pretty simple plot, but it, it, mm-hmm. it works. Um so I think we're both arguing the shark. <laughs> yeah, dude. Absolutely. Although how many times when you were watching this, you were like, oh man, this is really relevant to our time. Like this oh. is, this is co like when they were like, no, but we need to keep the beach open for business. I'm like, oh, oh, but chill. <laughs> but chill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like that is so like I'm sure somebody's already made this parallel. They, they have, yeah, they're, I'm sure it's on some you know BuzzFeed list of best Twitter, whatever. Like I, I'm positive it's out there, but yeah, like it's it, chilling. It is Un- absolutely chilling. Uncanny. Uh, so yeah, I had seen like on Twitter like people being like, oh. We're, you know, especially when Florida was reopening the beaches and everyone being like, you know, who else thought it was a good idea to open uh, the beaches was the mayor and they put him up there. And I was kind of like, ha ha. Yeah. Good point. But then <laughs> I rewatched this movie and I was like, oh, it's more than just that. It's, oh, yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's probably several- the best metaphor for what is going on right now uh, that I've ever seen. Ignoring the scientist who tells you. Uh, this is what we have to do. Mm-hmm. Ignoring uh, authorities who'd be like, we need to shut this down to save everybody. Uh, people dying. You know uh, what I think was one of the best examples in this movie is when the mayor went up to like who, like one of the people he's in charge of and is like, nobody's going in the water. You guys have to go in the water. Go in the water. And as soon as... Some people saw them go in the water. Everybody's like, well, it's fine to go in the water. (laughs) And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. This is exactly the same. (laughs) Same, same. You know what I mean? Because like, I just feel like we're on this like roller coaster of just people being like, well, you know, everybody else is doing it. So it's probably fine. Look at all the people that didn't get eaten. Only one, only one. Out of hundreds, <laughs> like it's, you know what I mean. <laughs> that that was it's the moment the price for me. We pay. Uh, some some kids and dogs are gonna get eaten alive. That's just uh, that's the <laughs> you, price. You we know pay. what I mean? Yeah. Say uh, lovey. Uh, <laughs> the <laughs> yeah, and the resorting to like the drunken. Uh, you know, sailor to like fix it all. Cause like, he's your last hope. Like it's all just, Dude. it's oh, like I love such that a, man. I love that man so much. I quit. thought yes. he was so, first of all, I think I, I, I think I want any business meeting, town hall meeting, anything like that. I want every one of them to have one of these men come out of the corner. Cause that's just the funniest shit. I was dying <laughs> laughing. I thought that was so <laughs> funny. Can you imagine somebody coming out of the corner? Oh, so you want to build a bridge, eh? <laughs> like, <laughs> I built bridges before. Never a bridge this big. You know, just like this, like, I would, 
Love that. I think that would add so much flavor to the world. Okay, I would just love that for everybody. And the detail that puts it over the edge for me is like, you know that little cartoon shark that he had drawn on the chalkboard? Did you catch that? (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Why? Like they didn't know what a shark was. Like They needed the cartoon visual. But that was just like, oh, you want me to build a bridge, eh? (laughs) There's just a cartoon of a bridge. Yes. You know, let me sing you a limerick. Like, I don't. That man added, like, honestly, if that guy wasn't there, this movie would not be what it is, fundamentally. Oh. Okay, like, he is, he is the flavor of this movie for me. He's beautiful. Quint is great. Uh, his, that monologue that he has uh, mm-hmm. about being on the USS Indianapolis and, like, the sharks and stuff. I was like, oh, that's very, that's. That's very good, Robert Shaw. You did a very good job. Oh, yeah. He's like, and don't get me wrong, I'm not praising, like, this man is the, I was, I found him getting eaten so satisfying. I don't know about you, but like, oh, yum, yum, yum. Love that moment. Love that for that shark. Okay. Love it for him. Okay. Jaws, get a girl. I'm into it. Uh, I was having a great time during that moment. (laughs) Who does not deserve it more than the man that has a shark graveyard in his house? Oh, okay, shark graveyard. Okay, if we're if we're going if we're going point to point, if we're going humans versus sharks, we are vastly vastly ahead. Depending on how you're looking at that, obviously this is not nice. Okay, this is a (laughs) this is a tragedy. Okay, but if we're talking numbers. Oh man, alive! Okay, uh, Quint. Yeah, Quint has clearly just been murdering sharks for a living. Oh yeah, um, and he's like, and he's like, yeah, the sharks got us after we dropped the bomb. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? That seems like the correct stream of events, actually. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he seems so. Like, I understand that you can get into you can get into war and have a moral like uh, disagree. You know what I mean? You cannot agree with what you're doing because sometimes you're in a spot where you have absolutely fucking zero choice. That guy was so proud. <laughs> that guy was so into what he did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, because they they did deliver the they delivered the bomb that they dropped on, and that's all that's all true by the way. That's a uh, the USS Indianapolis did deliver the bomb. It did get sunk. They were attacked by sharks. Um, it's uh, yeah. Oh, you didn't know? Yeah, it's no, uh, no, no. His, I just mean like that's yeah the stream of events. Okay. Um, yeah, but I uh, that, and that's an excellent point too. Like I never thought of it like uh, kind of them getting their just desserts. Yeah. I'm not saying, you know what I mean? Like, wait, yeah. we can really start, they, you can really start getting down a dark road of whether yeah. that's correct or not. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just not, saying. Let's not use Jaws to yeah. get into the morality of using the nuclear bomb during yeah, World yeah, yeah. War II. Yeah, yeah, No, 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 no. Yeah, but I'm saying for this, for this man specifically, this singular man, yeah. he seemed super into it, and I'm super okay with him getting eaten. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm so glad that you brought up the numbers uh, thing first, Rebecca, because it certainly makes me look like less of a nerd. Because uh, <laughs> you have the physical I have numbers. the numbers. Yes. I have the physical numbers. Okay, so um, uh, I ran a couple numbers. So first of all is uh, guess how many guess how many people are killed by sharks every year? How many? 4.3 worldwide. Mm. And you know how many sharks humans kill every year? 
Oh man, this number is going to be so much higher than even if I guessed high. <laughs> I wouldn't even get to the number. Please tell me. It's 100 million a year. <gasps> no! <laughs> Wait, what are you, what, you, you, Jesus Christ. All right. So, uh, so I don't think at all a proportional response. Okay. Uh, oh, I, I like literally thought you were, I, I knew it was going to be in the millions. Okay. I was like five, six million maybe, which are still super, super sad numbers to me. Although I think there's, I, I also can't understand the human population. It's gotten so large that it like, it actually yeah, like boggles my mind. You know what I mean? Like I can't, I can't wrap my head around it. Seven billion and billion is so hard to to figure. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, That's why I, mean, I get so fucking mad when people start talking about Bezos, man. Like I just, yeah. I have such a just to stroke my own dick for a hot second. I haven't bought anything for the full year from Amazon, nice. and, and this is the first time I've ever. Most of my most of my avoidance, like, most of my protests. I will admit, are generally pretty convenient. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this has been very inconvenient. <laughs> I completely agree with you. I, I ordered something from like online from a different retailer. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? It's a Canadian company. Like they got a couple, you know, locations or whatever. I was like, I could get this off of Amazon, but I'm going to get it off of them. It's going to be great. And it took so fucking long to get here. <laughs> Dude, I don't... I, I have much more patience for packages now. Yeah. My qualm with this is is that every time, because I've been looking at Canadian websites too, right? Like I ordered, I needed uh, some little feet for my laptop. Uh, they'd fallen off and I needed new ones, right? Uh, and I got it from like this company in Mississauga, whatever. But every website you go on for like a, a smaller Canadian retailer, you're like, Yo, somebody's gonna steal my credit card for sure, man. This is not. There's no way this is secure. You know what I mean? Like it looks like all these websites looks like they're from the '90s. Okay, like I don't trust the little the little lock that I get at the top of my bar. Okay, I'm like, are you sure, Chrome? Are we sure that this is secure? Because it doesn't fucking look like it at all. Yeah, this website has a 1990s era GIF of a world rotating. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my god, yes. That's the one, Craig. Yes, you nailed that. That is the one. And a little Canadian flag that's flapping. Of course. It, and like, you're and like, it's always this proudly Canadian. It's always proudly Canadian. Okay, it's never Canadian. We can't just be Canadians. It is fucking proudly Canadian. God damn it. Oh, my Lord. Sorry, that was a real... R- <laughs> and there's just one more. I, I know before we leave this numbers thing. I do want oh, to yeah. leave you with one one number or two two more statistics for this movie. Fuck, man, which is, am I going to start coughing again? <laughs> <laughs> which is that? Okay, so that's so four point three people are killed a year from sharks, mm-hmm. right? So not even five every year. Um, there's only worldwide ninety six shark attacks a year, so most are non fatal. Uh, mm-hmm. But this is the one that gets me. Uh, 16 of those they qu- they quantified as provoked. <laughs> <laughs> that is like, were they all recorded in Florida? Like what? <laughs> Some of them got to be Australia. Like, uh, oh yeah, of course, man. The shark like, capital. Yeah. Can you imagine that you are attacked by a shark? You're bit by a shark. 
you go to the hospital, you're going to be okay. And someone's writing up a report on it. <laughs> and you get, you get classified as having provoked a shark attack. Yeah, like, dude, like, what like did you admit you. to this officer? Like, could you not at least lie? Like, I would lie. I would be like, he came out of nowhere, man. Like, you know what I mean? Not like, yeah, so I was poking him repeatedly with a stick. And then he launched. I don't know how it happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, like, I wanted to see if my fingers st- would fit up a shark's ass. Uh, so you know what? I had it coming. I had it coming. You know what? Uh, <laughs> Although, if you're not smart enough to know not to fuck with a shark, you're probably not smart enough to know you need to lie here. <laughs> to be fair. Okay. They're probably not. Although, yeah, you know what? As soon as he said Australia, all he thought of was that guy punching that kangaroo in the face. And I'm like, you're probably right, man. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, you know, if we have any Australian listeners, uh, let us know. I think... I, I hope this is not unfair, but I do feel like Canada and Australia are very similar in terms of uh, yahoos. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, man! Like because all, all of our all the Australians that come here move to Banff, and then they just fuse with that Banff community that is the exact same as Australia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like. I think we all, you know, there's there's people who get into uh, trouble in Canada with wildlife, uh, and uh, constantly, <laughs> constantly. <laughs> Let me take a picture beside this bear for some reason. Oh man, a lot. Yeah. I've seen so many. Like I've literally that, and that just blows some Europeans' minds because I didn't realize that that wasn't. I just I don't know why. I live in my little bubble. I just assume bears, you know, they're bears. They're everywhere. Um, No, apparently not. Like I've seen like probably I've seen around 50 bears. Okay. In my lifetime. You know what I mean? That is mind blowing to some people. Like seeing one bear is crazy. Now, yeah. all, all the bears I've seen are, like, small, like, black bears. You know what I mean? They're, yeah, they're casual absolutely. bears, okay? I haven't I've seen, like, a grizzly bear. I see a grizzly bear. We're not having this conversation. You know no, what I mean? We're done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. I've seen black bears. It's normally, like, around a dump or something. Like It's when always the it. dump, dude. I've seen yeah. 90% of the bears I've seen have been dump bears. Yeah. And they're, they're not going to come at you because they have more than enough to eat. <laughs> Why would yeah. I eat you? I'm eating half a pie over here, Okay. And that always, yeah, that's always, they always surprise me when I see them. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, ooh, a bear. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's not like a squirrel being like, oh, hey, a squirrel. It's like, ooh, a bear. Oh, my God. Like, you have that reaction. But, yeah, to see them, I would not say is uncommon. Certainly downtown Toronto. Like, if I saw a bear in downtown Toronto, I'd probably freak the fuck out. Oh, um, yeah, but, dude. Yeah. Although that bear is probably super used to people. Yeah, because which is, if you find a bear down, you'll that's that's why, that's why you never see bears downtown because they they hate noise. That's why you're like highly unlikely, like the smaller bear. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like yeah. you're highly unlikely to get attacked because as soon as they start hearing some noise, they're fine out of here. They don't want that shit. Okay, they're not here for it. Why are you laughing at me, Craig? <laughs> just I'm picturing a bear downtown <laughs> as just a guy. <laughs> like just fucking suit and tie, you know, riding the subway, being like. Can't fucking stand the noise, man. I don't know why. Yeah. I, I can't stand the noise. The construction <laughs> in this city is ridiculous. Um, Jackhammers all night. Yeah. 
All right. I'm so glad, uh, Rebecca, that you brought up uh, the the black bears and how they're fine because they don't have anything or because they have enough to eat. Because mm-hmm. uh, about our shark on that. So human uh, sharks don't like eating humans, right? Like we like most shark attacks, they want to eat a seal. And they think that we're thrashing around like a seal and they'll bite a human and then be like, oh, oh, there's no meat on the bones here. Fuck this. I'm going somewhere else. So just think about what would have had to happen with this shark if it's all of a sudden attacking people. It's and eating people. It's desperate is what it is. Okay. I have a, okay. I have a thing about this because like, so we have the first attack. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, that's uh, that was you know unprovoked, what have you. Okay, a cry for help. Let's call it. Okay. <laughs> cry for help from the shark. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cry for help. Okay. I'm hungry. <laughs> Secondarily, okay, and this is the most important thing to me because I'm like, you guys, this was this was not the move. Okay. So instead of being like, okay, let's pull everybody out of the water for a little bit, you know what I mean? Let this shark calm down or do whatever, okay? Instead, they start pouring out a chum buffet, okay? And they're like, (laughs) oh, I wonder why this shark's hanging around. I wonder why this shark keeps showing up. I don't know. Maybe because you're pouring out things that attract it constantly because you're like, the only way to deal with this is to kill it. <laughs> it's the only thing we could do here. I, I just, I can't, can you imagine? <laughs> okay. Like, let's take bear. We'll, we'll run with bears as the example. Okay. Bear kills somebody. Okay. Tragedy. Okay. Bear kills somebody. Tragedy. Is your move to just put up warnings, be like, let's pay attention to this. Okay. What happened? Head up, earphones out. Yeah. Yeah. Or do you pour honey all over your front porch? <laughs> You're like, let's just get it real sticky up in here. Okay. Let's just get it real sticky. Okay. Oh, why did the bear show up again? I can't figure it out. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Guys, come on, team. Okay. I figured this out in 10 seconds. Let's not do this. Let's yeah. not do this. <laughs> Just a front porch covered in honey. Honey, man. Who oh, there is showing up? Yep. Showing up for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but like it's... I couldn't it's, believe my eyes, Craig. I could not believe my eyes. It's, like, it's clearly just... It's, it's a hungry shark. You know what I mean? Which really begs the question... Um, and if it, they also mentioned that it's very territorial, right? That mm. it has staked out its territory in and around this island, and that's right. where it's hunting. So it's not like a shark just that size just wandered over here and was like, you know what? This is it now. If they're that territorial, that means that a shark that big has been there for a while, right? Mm-hmm. And which means that up until this summer, it had enough food. Uh, to support and grow a 25 foot great white shark. Did you see one fucking seal in this entire movie? <laughs> no, because clearly the residents of this Island have been like, you know, what's bad for tourism. You know, what takes up our beaches, you know, what uh, shits all over our piers and gets in the way of boats and things like that. The seals. So they have either overfished 
this place, which has caused the seal population to collapse, or they've gotten rid of the seals because they're a problem on the beaches or whatever. And as a consequence, this apex predator is, uh, is starving and it started to attack people. Yeah. No, that all, I, I think that all absolutely tracks, man. Like I don't, I, and I also, I just need to say this. Um, these island, these people, some of these people are the worst type of people. Okay. They're just the worst type of people. Give it to them, Rebecca. Woman, <laughs> as soon as that one woman on the beach, they just cut that one line. And I was like, oh, okay. I know everything I need to know. Um, she was like, you're only an Islander if you're born on the Island. And I was like, oh no, shut it down. <laughs> shut it all down. Okay. Oh, these pearl clutching. I can't. You know who the real villain, okay, who the real true villain of this movie is? Every adult that has trampled a child in this film. It is too many. It is so many of the adults, Craig. I don't know if you clock that, but people were literally like flipping over floating devices. Like, get out of my way, Timmy. Get out of my way, suits. You know what I mean? Like, like literally like flipping people, like screaming full adult people, like literally just grabbing grabbing faces and throwing them away from the, there's a shark. God damn it. Get out of my way. Just a sea full of George Costanza's. Okay. Just a sea full of bad people, man. That is so messed up. I couldn't, I could not. I felt bad for every child in this movie. Cause I was like, you guys don't even have a chance, man. Your parents have bad opinions. They're bad people. And they only care about themselves. Okay. And I'm sorry, that mayor needs to light his wardrobe on fire. Okay. All of it. And I, you know me, Craig, I dress pretty eccentrically sometimes. Okay. You got I like some color. nice jackets. Yeah, yeah. I got some color. Okay. Yeah. That that's no, no, that's the line. Okay. I don't like that man. I, every even time for 19 he speaks, <laughs> Even for 1970s, like you're not like I think that was eccentric for 1970. Oh yeah, it had to have been. This, yeah. They wrote obviously wrote this guy as an asshole, and I buy into it. Normally we try and defend the assholes on here. No, not this man. Okay, not this man. I will not defend this man. Shark all day. You know what I mean? Yeah. I oh my god, these people. Um, and and I think it's worth pointing out that there is. It, it's so easy to avoid this problem, which is. Don't go in the water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it, it, and even to the point where clearly people are still going to the beach and having a good time yeah, without like going in the water. People. Like, they just have a beach party. Like, what's the matter with you guys? Yeah. I the whole, and like, that's, I, this has been said a million times, but that's where the shark lives. That's okay. the shark's place. Okay, here, I have a theory about why they have also pushed forward, not even economically, okay? If you listen to the front end of this film, okay, this town has no problems, okay? <laughs> Nothing going on. Nobody's been shot. Nobody's been murdered. The The big kerfluffle at the beginning is like, some of the karate kids are breaking the fences. <laughs> Which I thought was so funny, actually. I love that. Yes, love it, love it, love it. But I love the specifically, that's the biggest problem, the biggest problem that this town is having at that moment, that, that, that they're unaware of the other shit. You know what I mean? So this means that this can't, town can't handle even the most minor inconvenience because you know, they've never been told no. 
Okay, they never have any issues. And the second they get one, we're like, well, we can't. We can't give in to this. We have everything we want <laughs> always. Our fences will be perfect. Everybody's all right. For some reason, our sheriff doesn't carry around a gun 50% of the time. You ever notice that? Anytime things are popping off, he this guy never has a gun on him. I, I kind of like that. Not, I mean, n- not if you're specifically going to the beach to look at this shark. Have some ammunition, man. I'm not saying it's going to do anything, <laughs> but come on. Okay, pony up, all right? Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like a lot of them did have guns when they were actually looking for the shark. Oh, like, as soon as they got on the boat, yeah. But, like, as soon as this kid, this guy's kid was in danger, he's got no weapon, you know what I mean? He's just running through the, I get it. If uh, you don't have any issues, why would you need one? But, like, for the love of God. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel? How do you feel about uh, Cousteau there? Um, with it, Hooper. Oh, I love him. I absolutely love him. He's great. He's the only guy who makes any sense in this whole movie. You know what I mean? Like he's just like, that's not the shark you're looking for. I'm here to like tell you what you're looking for. This is the type of shark. Sharks, you know. Uh, uh, and here's the thing that I love the best about him is and this is such a non-1970s uh moment but he owns his privilege so well because they're Uh out on the boat right and Mm -hmm. uh and uh uh uh, hooper uh sorry no uh brody is like this looks pretty expensive is this the oceanic institute that pays for all this and he goes uh no actually i paid for most of this i'm very rich and my parents are rich uh and I choose to spend my time pursuing science and uh, doing shark research. And I'm just like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, that's actually very admirable, you know? Yeah. He just, oh, I love the, uh, the cage drop. I have always wanted to do that. That's like the, I want to I go in the cage. I want to get sharks up in my business. You know what I mean? You want to go? You want to go into a shark cage? Yes, absolutely. Really? Oh, I love like I love shark. Like I went swimming with sharks once, and I just lo- like I love sharks. I think they're dope. They're dead in the eyes. Like, ooh. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna get to, onto some shit in our uh, Harley Quinn bonus episode, but I love sharks. Okay, I love them. <laughs> Big fan. Okay. That's, uh, I came across an interesting little tidbit about sharks, which is like, did you not know that they weren't always called sharks? No, I didn't know that. They used to be called like dogfish. And, uh, (laughs) yeah. Isn't that insane? Um, (laughs) dogfish. Well, I can see why they changed the name. Yeah. I support the name change. But the craziest part is, is like, so they called them, uh, sharks. I guess there's a Dutch word shirk. Or something like that. And that means like predator. Oh. And that's where you get card shark and loan shark from. It's not that card shark refers to somebody who is like the fish shark of cards. It means that they are a predator of cards or a predator of loans. And the predator was applied to the fish afterwards. So like, wow. yeah, isn't that crazy? I, I don't know if that makes for good podcasting, but. 
Well, we all need to learn things, Craig, and that can be the thing I learned today, and maybe for a few other people. Yeah. But I don't know. I do. I, I, I really do want to get back to the point, though, of like, you can just stay out of the water. Okay. We, yes. Yes. Because, like, from the shark's perspective, it's like, we're sitting here being like, ah, the mayor, uh, you know, is he justified or not? But, like, Rebecca, if McDonald's keeps showing up to my house, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep eating fucking McDonald's. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You cut. Oh, it's, yeah. It's just. A big bag of smelly fries and a hamburger mm-hmm. is just being dropped on your kitchen table yeah. every day. What the fuck do I care what Mayor McCheese is up to, right? I don't. Oh, yeah, dude. You know how many things I've eaten just because they were in front of me? <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's pretty much my whole diet regimen. Oh, is this here? Then yes, I'll eat it. It'll go in my body. Yeah. And presumably we have more self-control than a shark. (laughs) Yeah. Awareness. Like, and honestly, I just have this thing of like, if, okay, this is a really weird line of logic, but if, if if the ocean could ever speak, okay, the ocean, the sea, any body of water. And at one point was just like, you know what? You guys have been fucking with me for so long. Time to fuck back. I'd be like, well, you know what? You got a point. <laughs> you got a point. I. What, what can I say? Okay. What the hell can I say? We ran a campaign in the, like the 80s and 90s that the only real, okay, environmental thing we had to do was cut fucking those pop, th- those pop plastic things for beer cans and shit. Okay. We were like, yep. Yeah. Done. Good day. Good job, everybody. Now they can't get caught in it. Instead of somebody saying, why is it there? <laughs> it, it's insane to me that they always assumed that it was, well, you, okay, obviously the plastic is going to end up in the ocean, obviously, okay. <laughs> but things are getting caught in it, so they'd really appreciate it if we cut it up a bit. You know what I mean? We- so. We would rather, uh, instead of a fish getting stuck in it and getting tangled, uh, we would rather you cut it up into small pieces so that it then eats that plastic and mm. dies a slow, painful death uh, yeah. with a stomach full of plastic waste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then That's you get the- to eat that fish. <laughs> and then, you know what I mean? And then have all those microplastics in you. It's, it's fun. It's super fun. We're doing great. We're buying sports where we're washing the microplastics in the ocean. We're doing great, team. Oh, yeah. Okay. The, My heart goes out to the shark. Okay. Also, I'm sorry. The ocean fucks back is such a great tagline. For- <laughs> the ocean fucks back. Yes, absolutely. Okay. The ocean fucks back. Oh, uh, yeah. I... I just want to see that on a movie poster. <laughs> Jaws, right, let's, the ocean fucks back. <laughs> yes. Okay. And honestly, honestly, if I was eaten by the king of sharks, because this guy's the king of sharks, you know He's what I dr- mean? They He's don't the call him great for nothing. Yeah, they don't yeah, call yeah. him great for nothing. Yeah. I mean, not not a bad move. Okay. Getting taken out by the king of sharks, pretty badass. Not, yeah. not, well, probably a pretty bad way to go, but I think I could accept it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say not a bad way to go. And I'm like, no, eh, that's fundamentally incorrect. Yeah, that's, <laughs> uh, you've been taken out by the best though. Like this is yes. the best of the best. Yeah, you're the, yes, this taken is out by the best of the best. This guy is literally like every time 
this shark started eating a boat. I was just so, so pleased. Like, I was just like, this is the greatest. Yeah. I love, like, because you know, like those, because I always find charm in that. And I know that sounds fucked up. But like, have you ever met a dog that would just like eat half a hat? <laughs> You know what I mean? Yes. Just like, I don't know. Yeah, just like owned half that a dog. hat. Exactly. Did you, for some reason, find that it, it's it's very inconvenient? Okay, it's not great for the dog. But did you find that charming mildly? Yeah, yeah a little bit. They give you that look where they're like, yeah, "Look what I did." <laughs> yeah, like this shark just taking apart this huge boat. Also, why? Of course, that shark would take apart that boat if something is attacking me. And, I'm, I'm, I'm going to come for it. And yeah. they're putting the barrels on it, stopping it from escaping. So it really had no choice, but you backed it into a corner. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I agree. Like, and, and you're right. Being taken out by Jaws on the ocean, that's like being taken out by Muhammad Ali in his prime. You know what I mean? You're like, mm-hmm. yeah, he would fucking own me yeah. for sure. <laughs> Do I stand a chance? No, I'm dead for sure. But at least I went out with the best, right? Do mm-hmm. you hear about Craig? What happened to him? <laughs> he got he got knocked out by prime Muhammad Ali. They're like, I don't know how that's possible without time travel. And you're like, eh. <laughs> but that's how he went. R.I.P. Craig. Uh, yeah, the boat. Yeah, he fucking gave it. And why not, man? I, I yeah, because especially like mm, now, of course, we're we're getting outside of the box of logic, but that's what we're here for sometimes, right? Uh, <laughs> listen, this guy. If I'm a shark, I probably recognize that boat, man. Okay, that boat has taken out a lot of sharks. Okay? A lot of my friends. A lot, a lot of my, a lot of my pals. You know what I mean? A lot of, a lot of my team. Okay. Of course, I'm gonna take out that boat. You gonna okay? take a swing at it? As soon as, honestly, as soon as we got into that guy's uh, house, as soon as I saw the pet cemetery, okay, I was like, shut it down. Shut it down. This guy, this guy, this guy, honestly, because I'd never seen it before, I was like, if this guy doesn't get eaten, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> That's how I felt. Genuinely, in that moment, I was like, this guy better get eaten. It's yeah. important to the story and tale. Okay, also because that's, you know, you know what I mean, the... So, so it, it, it's got to be that, right? Because then it's, yeah. Do I want to say poetic? I don't know. I think I, it, no, you, that's that's poetic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is what this this guy deserves. Of course, yes, it's uh, he must be eaten by the shark. He, okay, I'm not he, saying anybody else deserved to get eaten by the shark. That guy for sure, though. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, and and so he's he's killed lots of sharks. Quince killed lots of sharks. Another small detail I wanted to point out, kind of in that vein, is that when they decide that okay, we're gonna keep the beaches open, and the mayor, to his credit, does say, "I think this is the worst decision, a really bad decision." But he says, um, "We're gonna open the beaches, but." do whatever you need to do to make it safe. And they put all those boats out there and they've got a helicopter <laughs> flying around. Largely Go overkill. Uh, <laughs> but they somehow have time to kind of create this whole shark tourism economy around it. Like you see people out on the beach playing video games like in an arcade. That's like Shark Hunter. Mm-hmm. And you see... Uh, like stand set up selling shark tooth and shark jaw souvenirs and things like that. And you go, you didn't have the 
you didn't want to put the time and resources into like fixing this problem before you reopen it. But somehow you had time to be like, we're going to set up a stand where you're like, can buy shark teeth and we're going to import shark themed video games. Like, oh, yeah, the video game really. I clocked that one, too. That killed me. I was like, oh, my God, the lack of awareness. This is what, 1976? Do you know how hard it like you can't just get a video game like that just delivered to an island willy nilly. Like. That had to be ordered. That had to be shipped mm-hmm. by boat. That's like... Yeah. I know. I, I'm even surprised that the citizens accepted it, though, because oh, quite true. clearly, quite clearly, that video game was not born on the island, so how could it possibly be an islander? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I, also oh commercializing the death of two of our citizens in what is uh, almost certainly a small community uh, where everybody knows each other is a little uh, morbid and dark. Yeah. I mean, the only, I will say, okay, I'm going to say this. There is one point where I did agree with the mayor and that was when he said, we can't open that shark up out here (laughs) and have somebody (laughs) spill it out in front of everybody. And I'm like, you know what? I could kind of get on board with that. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, there's all the camera, like you're, you're then... You're making it even worse at that point. That's not, I don't think that's good for anybody. So I did agree with that. Although in the sense of it should have just been moved right away and like, let's look at it immediately before we go forward with anything. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's another reason I really liked, uh, really liked Hooper, Richard Dreyfus. First of all, I, I get why Richard Dreyfus is so famous now where I'm just like, you are actually very charming and likable in this. Yeah. Like what could have easily been cast as the nerdy, uh, can't accomplish anything, mm-hmm. book smart, not practical smart kind of character turns into this like, yeah, I am smart, but I also spend my uh, entire life scuba diving and being on boats and investigating. Sh- like I know how to tie a knot, you fucking asshole. It's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I love it. I love it. That's one. Of, yeah. He's very charming. Um He's my favorite character in this. Of course he is. That's not. <laughs> that, that is not surprising at all. I, the entire time I was like, yep, 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 yep. That's Craig's character right yep, there. That's, a, that's my. Uh... <laughs> oh my God. I was surprised that there were more people wearing pearls in this freaking movie. I Very rich. Very yeah, rich. just that. Oh, just, just to the point where I was like, hey, I'm surprised you didn't try. We didn't try and make these people more likable. So I was like, really, like, oh, the the shark is 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 the bad guy here, obviously. But I guess it was also like, I think we might be a little like, I'm definitely like, I'm desensitized to it now. Like, I am fully aware when this movie came out, it was very scary. Yeah. To to at least a large group of people, it was very scary. Like this concept of like, oh, yeah, like. Like, you hear some people, if they watched it when they were young enough, they were like, I couldn't go in the water for a really long time afterwards. Yeah, it's the psycho shower sort of thing. It's the- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like for some reason you're in a pool, but you think there could be something in the pool somehow. Like, it's just like this weird game you play with yourself. But, like, for myself watching it, like, right now, oh, man, did I laugh my ass off at some points. The one woman, the one woman, kill, any 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 scene where there was a bunch of people rushing destroyed me. Mostly, like, especially at one point, there's just this one woman 
holding her child in the water, but she's not moving. She's just like, ah, ah. She's just, and I'm like, who gave her that direction? Like, who? There must be movement for you're still in the water. Like, what do you? Ah, like, it just, it just destroyed me. And the fact that it was those two kids, I was like, oh man, that is. That that that's like a hardcore prank. Like you guys could have got sniped. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's maybe imagine? maybe when there's an armed shark patrol, <laughs> you don't you don't pretend like you are a shark. You know? Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. It's just like all oh, this. like a like okay, I'm gonna go out in deer season in the forest. I'm just gonna dress in all brown and hump. Jump around a bunch, see what and happens with antlers on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just—it's a prank. I'm just trying to scare people. <laughs> like, he healed me. Well, that, it's like, well, that was predictable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just causing mass chaos. And uh, speaking of how like scary it was for the time, one thing that really, really struck me was the soundtrack. Um, so this is iconic. Right, the Jaws soundtrack. Mm -hmm. And the opening credits are rolling and it's kind of like moving through the ocean like in this very menacing kind of way, like just the camera, right? Presumably from the shark's perspective. And that song, like the dun-dun-dun-dun, is playing. And it's gotten to the point where it's a parody of itself, I realized, where it's like if you saw this the first time, in the seventies, this is compelling as hell. And that's the soundtrack to terror, but it's been used as a gag so often since then that I have trouble associating it with its original use. I see what you're saying. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. 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 Cause it's, it's used in like every, like, like lots of comedies, uh, like vine video. You know, it's just like everything. It's so it's, it's like when you hear, uh, yeah, Star Wars, any anything that's like that from that period, that iconic, you immediately relate it to that, but also like thousands of other things all at the same time. <laughs> well, yeah, and I think I think it's slightly different from Star uh, Star Wars because like um, there weren't all that many uh, Jaws movies made, and they as they went on, they were certainly f- less popular. Let's put it. That oh, way. okay. Right, I was gonna say, I'm like, mm, I, I feel I, like there was. Uh, at least a couple follow-ups on Jaws. There was, yeah. Uh, and then you had, like, The Meg, I think, which isn't oh, obviously Jaws, but, like, say, we're we're running the same line of true. logic here, I think. True. Um, but I think in terms of the sound, like, and that, that sound, uh, or uh, the score, it's just become, mm-hmm. like, it wasn't, the joke, there's been more jokes about it than there have been movies about it. Yes. You know, so. Uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, I it's, totally it's just, agree with took it made it really hard to take the dramatic things seriously because I was like, this is the soundtrack to comedy is what yeah. this is. This is the, this is the jaws theme that you play. This is like Rebecca Reeds gets called up to stage to perform and you play the jaws soundtrack underneath it. And you're like, that's pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like, Oh, oh here comes God. a badass bitch about to like tear us a new one. You're like, mm-hmm. that's really funny <laughs> that they use the jaws. theme. <laughs> Uh, I can't believe I, do you have anything more to say? Oh, no, I think if I was to summarize, a lot of it comes down to the chum for me. (laughs) Yeah. 
why 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 are you chumming up your waters? That is that's not the move, okay, team. And that that fundamentally makes you the bad guy here, okay? Yeah. You're chumming up your waters. You're th- you're 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 throwing your kids in there for some reason. Pure madness, okay. Everybody in this movie, aside from pro- the shark, is pure madness to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and in summary, all I'll say is uh, I'm always surprised on this podcast which episodes we're able to go the whole way on. Like, we spent this entire episode literally just defending the shark from Jaws. And I'm like, I thought maybe we'd have some trouble with this. And we were like, no. <laughs> no 99 I like the, episodes. I like the ones where it's like the term, you know what I mean? Because you can get real weird with it. <laughs> They're my favorites. <laughs> they are. They are. So, um, yeah, I guess that's uh, that's uh, it for Joss. So I guess it's time for our definitive ranking of how good the villain uh, is. Yes. Okay. So I've got my scale. Um, my scale is uh, bigger boats. <laughs> that is honestly my favorite line in this. So good. And so accurate. Definitely you should have had a bigger boat. So um, I'm going to go from a a cabin cruiser boat to the most evil of boats, which is the cruise ship, very obviously. Uh, And I believe really weaves into our metaphor still. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm going to give this shark a uh, Russian doll yacht because, girl, you're full. Oh, my God, you're full. (laughs) You are at capacity. (laughs) A Russian doll yacht. Is that a yacht that's like a boat inside it? Yeah, there's like boats inside boats inside boats. <laughs> and this girl has a lot. This guy's got a lot of boat in him. That's yeah. all I'm saying. <laughs> a lot of boat. Nice. Uh, I did the uh, proportional response scale. Uh, into in, in uh, Jaws, by the way, killed five people and a dog in this movie. I, that's another statistic I didn't point out. Not that many compared to the 100 million sharks we kill every year. So this is the uh, proportional response scale. Uh, so on a scale from, uh, from uh, tit for tat, you know, all the way up to uh, scorched earth. Um, I'm giving Jaws the shark. Uh, I give the shark a uh, my house, my rules, and if you don't like it, like if you don't like what's for dinner, you can leave. That's what- <laughs> if you don't like what's for dinner, you can leave. I love that so much. <laughs> Summarizes like uh, Jaws dinner, pretty you well. You can leave. Yeah, no, that's perfect. <laughs> love it. Uh, and before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, uh, a couple ways you guys uh, can help the podcast. Uh, first of all, uh, this was an audience choice episode. We, uh, we every month on Patreon, uh, we have our patrons vote for what movie uh, they want us to to or you want us to handle uh in the following month and as we mentioned off the top this was picked uh by a very narrow margin uh by our patrons so if you want to be part of that conversation if you want to be able to vote uh you can absolutely do that you can help us uh support uh, the production costs of the podcast which is really great you can head on over to patreon.com slash the villain was right uh to sign up and we also have uh, two bonus episodes every month. Um, this month we are doing uh, Harley Quinn, uh, which should be out uh, fairly soon after this episode. And we've already recorded one on Hamilton uh, this month. So you'll also get all of the back catalog of bonus episodes there. Um, so yeah, you can go check that out. And if you want to reach out to us... Uh, you can always hit us up at uh, VW, VWR Podcast on Twitter. Our uh, inbox is open now on that. So if you want to get out of us there, you can totally do that. Uh, villain was right at gmail.com. And of course you can always like our Facebook page. We check all things. 
but some faster than others, perhaps. Facebook <laughs> but we is a read them all. And if you have suggested something, please know it is in a file, and we were working on it. If we think we can argue it, we will. Okay, we're going to get to your suggestions as fast as we can. And now it is time for hero or villain of the week. I've got a boat villain. Boat. <laughs> boat villain. Boats, boats, boats. I really hope I haven't told this story already, but it's a perfect, it's the perfect villain for this story. Um, so I, uh, I, I, this was like, I don't know, a year and a half ago, two years ago, I booked, uh, for me and my family and like, um, my boyfriend, we went out fishing. We were going to go fishing on Lake Ontario. Okay. And you can like, uh, you can like hire guys to take you out, I guess on their boats. And then it's sometimes it can be pretty expensive, but whatever. So we booked this guy, and this guy, like, blows us off, which is so weird. He's just like, oh, sorry, like, something happened with the boat. We we can't do it, we can't do it, we can't do it. And we're like, okay, that sucks, but what can you do, right? Uh, two weeks later, he says, okay, if you want, you guys can come out this weekend, and uh, we're, we're going to go on our fishing trip, whatever. And it's going to cost you, like, half price, or you guys can decide the price, basically. Um, we're like, oh, okay. So we go out. And this guy, the second we arrive, I can tell this this man is not correct, okay? This man is not <laughs> all together, okay? He doesn't have his life together. To the point where there are several moments during the trip where I'm like, I don't think this is your boat. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, truly, I don't think this is your boat. Because he start, first he starts and he's, he starts going on these stories, right? Um, about like how he like owned, he owned a gas station and he owned this and like, I'm, uh, I'm starting an app. And then he just basically explained an app that already exists. It was so weird. I was like, this guy's a space cowboy. Like you can't believe anything coming out of this guy's mouth. He was also like, like, I'm not going to say what he said, but he was also like saying some like racist things, some sexist things. Like he was really like, I was like, Oh my God, what's going on? Um, anyway, as soon as we get on this boat, we, we, we've packed snacks, right? Cause it's going to be a day, right? So he tells us to bring snacks, Gatorade, all that kind of whatever. Right. So we get our thing of snacks and, um, my brother pulls out a banana and he goes, what are you doing? Like he stops dead. Like it, this is, this is not correct to him. He's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I, I, I don't know. I was going to eat this banana, man. <laughs> like, what do you want? And he's like, there are no bananas on the boat. And he starts freaking. He's like, you cannot have a banana on this boat. He's like, if we have bananas on the boat, we're not going to catch anything all day. We're not going to catch anything. But you can't have bananas on the boat. Bananas are bad luck on a boat. Can't have bananas on a boat. I got to tell you, I've been on a lot of boats. I've never heard this before in my life. Okay. Never in my life have I heard this, right? So this guy is like, and we don't want to throw these bananas away. So I'm like, okay, we'll, we'll just eat them right now. Like we're already out on the water, right? So like me and my family, we're all eating, like we're eating bananas. <laughs> like I, I think my brother ate like three back to back. Okay, like we're all just stuffing these bananas into our faces because this wizard man told us to. I don't know. Anyway, and he is taking these banana peels and just launching them into Lake Ontario. He's just <laughs> launching them into the lake. And I'm like, I, what? What is going on here? Like, this guy is... The only thing he said that I believed was that he was divorced. I was like, that, that checks out. That checks out, actually. I'm pretty sure that's true. Um, anyway, he's launched these bananas out. Anyway, we're on the, out on the water. Like, 
three hours goes by. We don't have a bite, but it's also very clear that this guy has no idea how to fish. So like, he doesn't know where to go. He's like, he, and he, but he's talking like he really knows, which is very funny. And he keeps doing this thing where anytime we get even kind of close to another boat, like I'm talking like, like way far, like way far, but you can like kind of, you, you know what I mean? You're coming up on, maybe you would cross paths maybe. And he would just scream at the top of his lungs. It's a big fucking lake, buddy. It's a big fucking lake. But he was steering our boat. I was like, yeah, let's go somewhere else then. Like, I don't understand why you're screaming at this guy. Anyway, three, four hours goes by. We haven't caught a thing. He's like, you know what? This isn't right. This isn't right. He's like, I'm going to pull up I'm going to, I'm going to pull up the real, we're going to see what's going on here. Right. And I hand to God, I've never seen anything funnier than this. He pulled up the reel and there was a fucking banana peel attached <laughs> to the line. And I have never laughed so hard in my entire, I don't think I've ever laughed so hard in my entire <sighs> life. I was crying laughing. He, this man starts, lo- he's like, oh my God. Of course, of course. This is why we haven't been catching anything. I told you no bananas on the boat. I told you no bananas on the boat. I, oh, we we could barely, he had to yell because we were all laughing so hard. <laughs> it was honestly, I, I, I couldn't write anything funnier than that. No. Like him pulling that peel up, I could. I oh. can't believe he was right. Like, oh, <laughs> oh. So, oh my God. I have so many questions. Uh, <laughs> I have so many questions. Please ask. <laughs> so, like, have you Googled this? Because, like, I, I am aware that there are a lot of weird maritime traditions and, like, mm-hmm. superstitions and stuff like that. Is this a thing? Is, like, a okay. banana a thing? Like, have you Googled I'm, I'm this? I'm really glad you've asked this question because I have the answer. I uh, sometimes, like, uh, I, I, I love this this little bit because it's not, like, it's not a bit, but it's, sometimes it's a story I'll tell at shows. Because I'm like, this is this is crazy, right? Um, and I was telling it once in St. Catharines, and at least three tables went, oh. And I was like, what? And I pointed at them, and they were like, yeah, you never take bananas on a boat. I It is apparently, I don't know if it's like, if it's like a Canadian thing. I don't know where this has originated, but it is more than just this man. <laughs> That's... Insanity. I mean, there's I tell a, you. B- b- wow. Okay. It's Banana boats I, are a thing. Like, I, I know. Well, apparently you don't fish on those. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. You can't catch anything on a banana boat. Literally, I, if anybody listening has any insight into this, please get in touch because I'm I am. You fascinated by that whole he was cow. the most insane we caught we caught this is just uh, we caught a really small fish after at like almost right after that we caught this teeny tiny fish and he insisted on cooking it and kept pointing at it saying this counts as a catch this counts as a fish and i was like this is the saddest thing i've ever watched <laughs> he's just grilling on this tiny little boat grill hooked to the side of the thing i was oh. dying that honestly sounds like one of the more productive uh, fishing trips that uh, got a good joke, good story out of it, caught a fish. Oh, he was an awful man, though. He he went on this big rant about how he really prefers the servers in France because most of them are men. 
Yeah. And I was like, oh, and I was a server at the time. So I was just really extra burnt. I was like, oh, and my dad kept saying, he's like, you didn't, you didn't talk much on the boat. And I was like, oh, I had nothing nice to say. <laughs> and we were on a boat. And my rule is if you're on a boat, you just keep your mouth shut. We're on land. I'm going to, I'm going to run you down. I'm going to verbally run you down. But you know, we're on a boat. If you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. As long as you're on a boat. <laughs> Otherwise, free rain. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Uh, so I've got a, a bit of a villain this week. Oh, um, I was going to say, obviously that guy was a hero, or a villain, sorry. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. A very obviously a villain. I don't know if I said that off the top. This man's a villain. Fair <laughs> sorry, enough. continue, Craig. Uh, yeah, so I've got a bit of a villain. So um, back, uh, <laughs> this is kind of me against the indomitable forces of nature, is how I'm going to uh, shoehorn this into Jaws, um, which is, uh, so back at my old apartment uh, where I used to live, um, the garage wasn't part of the building. Like it's, it's like a really old building. So it was a separate building that was next door to mine, but it also served like the entire kind of, low rise apartment complex. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, so where was this one? Uh, this is, this is in one Toronto. I, yeah, this is Toronto. This is, uh, I think you met me there once for a gig. Oh, like the Triforce place. Yes. Yes. That's yeah. it. That's it. Exactly. The yeah, Zelda, yeah, yeah. The Zelda apartment. Yeah. That's, I, that's it. Exactly. As I put it in my mind. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so the garage is this like old building and literally there's like two, there's an upstairs and a downstairs and a ramp to each one, right? With separate doors. And this is the tightest ramp that you've ever seen. Like every time I drove up here every day for years, I was like, I'm going to scrape my, the front of my bumper on here. Like you have literal inches on every side and you have to just gun it and turn as you go up. You get up to, to the top of this garage and first of all, wooden floors, it just wood, <laughs> wood beams everywhere is like, because you know what holds up to salt and water really well, which cars are constantly tracking in? Wood. Um, <laughs> and it's so narrow. There is room for one car to drive down the middle, and then cars are parked on both sides of you as you go. Right? So there is... Uh, so you can't back down this... Uh, you can't back down this ramp, right? Because uh, it's too tight. Um, and there's not enough room to like turn around if all the cars are there. So it's just one little thing. It's just this, um, automatic garage door that goes up and down. Uh, and I was way at the end. So like I couldn't even drive past my parking spot and back in, I had to find another, uh, open parking spot, drive past that back into that, do a three point turn and then back into my uh, parking spot. So it's a fucking insane garage is what's going on. Um, so the one day, uh, it's windy as fuck. Like it's a huge windstorm and, uh, I'm just getting home from work. So I'm like, you know, khakis, I've got like a nice shirt on. I've got like my laptop bag and everything like that. And I open the garage door. I drive up this ramp. I get turned around. I park and then I'm sitting there and I'm just checking like messages and stuff that had come in on my phone while I was driving. And then all of a sudden the power goes out, right? And I'm just like, oh, tree got knocked over or something, took out the power line, no big deal. So I get out of the car and I go to leave and go to walk down the ramp again. But the garage door has closed. And normally you had to get out by just like stomping this pressure sensor thing, right? That like you'd drive up or you'd have to hit it with your heel and it would pop back open again. I was like, oh, right, the power's off. 
uh, that's not going to be any good. Uh, so I was like, well, what do I do? Like, do I wait here until the power comes back on? I was like, well, no, because there's an emergency exit right there. That's what this is for, right? So I go out this emergency exit and it takes you into the, this alleyway between my apartment building and the garage, right? And I'm like, great, I'm all here. So I go down and then I realize that the uh, gates at either side of this alley are locked and closed. So I'm like, well, shit, I can't get out over these fences. Uh, these gates are locked. So I guess I'll just go back in. So I go back up to the, the emergency exit that I came out of and that door is locked now. It's locked from the inside. So I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> so I'm trapped between these two buildings and there's this massive tree that's between them as well. And okay. this thing is flying back and forth in the wind. And I'm looking up at this going like, this tree's going to fall over. And when it does, it's coming right down between the two buildings because of course it would. And I'm going to be stuck right here below it. So I called my girlfriend at the time and didn't get an answer. And I'm just like, um, shit. So I'm like half contemplating, like I'm going to throw the laptop over the fence. I'm going to like climb up in khakis. Like I need to get out of here sort of thing. When all of a sudden I see this flashlight moving around in a window, like uh, in the alley. And I'm like, oh, somebody's in their apartment. So I go over to the apartment window and I'm like, I knock on the glass and this guy just like looks at me like, what the fuck? Walks over to his window and he opens it up. He goes, uh, and I'm like, hi, uh, I'm stuck in here. (laughs) (laughs) I would lose my mind. Uh, I was like, can you maybe go get the, uh, the landlord or the, the, the super and to like undo one of these gates or something. He's like, Oh yeah, I guess. And so he leaves for a bit and I'm just like stuck in this windy alley and he comes back and he's like, yeah, so, uh, I can't find her. Uh, she's, she's not in her apartment. I don't know where she is. Uh, do you just want to crawl in my window? (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, I guess. So I hand my laptop to this guy and I'm like crawling in his window, like in over his radiator and stuff like that. And I'm just like, you know, walk out his front door basically into my apartment building. And I was just like, oh, this is super awkward, but thank you. And then I just left and I was like, if you ever need to crawl in a window on the second floor, I'm in apartment 207. Come check me out. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) Oh my God. Can you imagine just looking at your window and there's a person? Like that would scare the daylights out of me. Well, especially that's, that's why they're, are those fences mm-hmm. at the ends of the alleys, right? So people aren't walking through here and aren't looking in first floor windows and that sort of thing. So it's just like, I mean, thank God, like, you know, I was dressed nicely and like had a lot, like I looked like a businessman, but like <laughs> it's still creepy as fuck, you know? Like that's that's not the situation you want to get in late at night when you're wearing like a hoodie, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, terrible. But yeah, that's uh, that's my story. Sick. That was a good one. Love that. Uh, oh my god. 
Um, well, guys, uh, where can people uh, follow you, Craig? Yeah, uh, you can get me at Craig Fake Comedy on Facebook and Twitter. Um, also, you can check out my uh, web series that I have got going on right now. Craig Fay builds a clock. I'm building a clock from scratch. Uh, episode three is out now. Episode four should be out in a couple weeks. Um, I'm building a clock from scratch. I am uh, screwing up. I'm making fun of myself as I go along and I'm doing some fun explanations and stuff like that. So uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, check it out. Hit that subscribe button. And uh, yeah, that's it for me. Yeah, and as always, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads at any platform of your choosing or uh, if you want to check out some more content, RebeccaReads.com. For that, uh, that's been us from The Villain Was Right. Uh, next week, guys. Big Daddy. It is our 100th episode. <laughs> Oh, man, we're bad at that. No, we shouldn't do that again. Um, Yeah, it's our 100th episode. We promise not to do that during the episode. Uh, We are covering Avengers Endgame. Guys, it's going to be so great. Get your nerd dicks tucked into your waistband. It's going to be phenomenal. I'm so excited. And as always, this is us from The Villain Was Right reminding you that chum buckets are for Spongebob. The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Ivamy for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.